Tanana works to the plate, fastball high, three and two. So Reynolds works Tanana to a full count. On deck is the leadoff hitter, Dave Collins. Mariners half of the third here at the Kingdom. Number 40, Tanana works to the plate, line drive by Tanana into center field, and Craig Reynolds has his first hit as a Mariner, his first time up. And the left-handed swinging Mariner shortstop able to do it off of southpaw Frank Tanana. That puts a quick halt to the strikeout string for Tanana, and it's the fourth hit in the ballgame for the Mariners. Here's Dave Collins, who took a call third strike, leading off for Seattle in the bottom of the first inning. Just a year ago, Dave Collins started in left field for the California Angels in an opener. And here he is, 12 months later, starting against his former team. The pitch to the plate from the set is a breaking ball up high, ball one. At first base, Craig Reynolds with one out. He's held on there by Tony Salida. The Mariners' first base coach, former Seattle Rainier player, Veda Pinson. Jim Busby looking on from that third base coaching spot. Breaking ball hit high and foul down the third baseline. Chalk going over the third baseman for the Angels, and he runs out of room, but a great effort all the way down in the Mariner bullpen by third baseman Dave Chalk. There is a lot of foul territory here at the Kingdom. And there will be foul balls down in the right field corner and the left field corner where the bullpens are located that will drop with fielders unable to get to them. There's no question about it. That particular foul fly off the bat of Collins was hit high and the third baseman Chalk almost did get to it. It's 3-16 down both lines here at the Kingdom and 4-10 to straightaway center field. This is just a beautiful ballpark. The AstroTurf is perfect as can be. Leading from first base Reynolds. The 1-1 pitch right up the middle. Fielded by Tanana on a line drive shot and over to first base to complete the double play. So Collins runs into some tough luck lining back to the pitcher and Reynolds caught without anywhere to go. So the double play ends the inning for Seattle in the third. No runs, one hit, no errors, and nobody left on base. We'll move to the fourth here at the Kingdom. The Angels four, the Mariners nothing. Chevron dealers would like to see if your tires are wearing evenly, if they're inflated correctly, if your tires are showing signs of baldness, if you're having trouble gripping the road around corners. If your tires need attention, see what Chevron can do for you today. See what Chevron can do for you. Chevron dealers know tires. What they can do for you is rotate your tires, make sure they're inflated properly, check for trouble. And if you need new tires, most any Chevron dealer can fix you up with a new set of Atlas tires. From the Atlas Pacesetter with a computer-designed tread to our best tire, our top-of-the-line steel-belted Golden Air 2 radio. So let your Chevron dealer check your tires today. See what Chevron can do for you today. It'll be the ninth hitter, the first and second hitters for California in the fourth inning against Mariners starter Diego Segui, Terry Humphrey, Jerry Remy, and Bobby Gritch. Down in the left field corner in the Mariner bullpen, John Montague is at work. Here's the first pitch in the inning from Segui, outside corner slider for a strike. The Angels with a run in the first, another single tally in the second, and they got a couple on a two-run Joe Rudy home run in the third. Four to nothing, California. 
There's a ground ball right side. Ranging to his right is Meyer in the first baseman as the ball squirt by him here on the slick AstroTurf. And Humphrey will be aboard leading off the fourth inning. That'll bring to the plate Jerry Remy with a Mariner at check it with a Angel at first base. And it's an error charged to the first baseman for Seattle Dan Meyer. Another first, unfortunately, the first error ever in the kingdom. Humphrey at first, he was safe in the second inning on a fielder's choice, knocking in the Angels' second run of the ball game. That'll bring to the plate Jerry Remy, who has walked, scored the first run ever at the Kingdome, and grounded into a, a ground out at first base to Danny Meyer unassisted. Stein will play in at third base. Remy has good speed. Meyer will hold with the runner at first. Remy, before stepping in, taking a lot of time, getting the sign from third base coach Dave Garcia. Diego Segui sets at the belt, delivers to the plate. There's a bunt down the first baseline, a good one. Segui field throws the first base to Meyer, and that retires Jerry Remy. The sacrifice moves Humphrey onto second base. The play goes one to three to retire Remy. He's 0 for 2 tonight against Segui, but this fella will get plenty of hits before the 77 season is over. Bobby Gritch, he's struck out and fly to right. Of all the Angels starters tonight, this fella in 1976 hit better on the road in the American League than any other. With the Orioles, he was a 295 hitter on the road. 4-0 Angels here in the fourth inning. California with a runner in scoring position, Humphrey at second base. Segui steps off the rubber. Home plate umpire Bill Haller calls time for just a moment. He's set. Segui takes a long look at second base, comes overhand to the plate. He's too high, ball one. The American League umpires would have to be listed, I guess, among the 10 best dressed men in the country. They have sharp outfits, bright blue pants, burgundy coats, Powder blue shirts, navy blue ties, the American League logo on the pocket of the coat. There's a fastball in the dirt on one hop, blocked neatly by Bobby Stinson. One out, Humphrey at second base. Angels lead four to nothing. This is the American League opener. The first baseball game at the Kingdom. And of course, for the Seattle Mariners, it's big league baseball in the Pacific Northwest and the first game ever. Segui gets his sign from Bob Stinson. Gritch, a right-handed hitter, takes a pitch for a strike. On deck, Bobby Bonds, the third hitter in the Angels' order. One ball, one strike. Now check it, two balls, one strike. The scoreboard has it wrong, and home plate umpire Bill Haller corrects it. Two and one is the count. There's a pop-up off of third base foul territory. Bill Stein over, has plenty of room, loses his cap, and makes the catch. So they're two gone. Gritch is retired for the third straight time by Diego Segui. And Bobby Bonds, 0 for 2, a strikeout and a fly to right, wanders towards home plate. Bonds bothered a bit by a bad ankle. Hit 340 in the spring, two home runs and nine RBIs. Diego Segui trying to shut out the Angels here for the first inning in this ballgame. They lead it 4 to nothing. The Mariners, though, have had at least one hit in every inning as they have been getting to Frank Tanana a bit. Diego gets his sign, waves an agreement to Bob Stinson. Bonds, the right-handed hitter, holds the hands low. Look out. 
He moves back in a fastball, one ball. Bobby Bonds wears number 25. The Angels in their gray road uniforms. The Mariners in their spanking white home uniforms. Mariners with the big logo M across the chest of the jersey. There's a breaking pitch to shortstop. Straightening Reynolds, the throw to first, pulls Meyer off the bag. He comes down on the sack, but before he does, Bonds is safe at first base. It'll be an error on the shortstop. Craig Reynolds on the throw. Over to third base moves Terry Humphrey. The Angels getting a couple of Seattle errors to help them out here in the fourth inning with two gone, have runners on the corners for Don Baylor, who Diego Segui is yet to retire tonight. Baylor doubled in the first to score Jerry Remery with the first run ever. And then with one gone in the third, Baylor walked and then scooted home when Joe Rudy smashed a Diego Segui pitch into the left field seats for a two-run homer. Two gone, Segui needs Baylor, the cleanup hitter. Upstairs with a fastball, ball one. Baylor, a native of Austin, Texas. The 27-year-old free agent jumping Charlie Finley's ship. This season with California will earn $150,000. A big right-handed hitter. Well, this guy can hit the ball a mile. There goes Bonds from first. Here's Stinson's throw to Baez. Not in time. Holding a third is Humphrey. A stolen base for Bobby Bonds. And that's not an unfamiliar situation for the former National Leaguer. Bonds, one of the best base stealers in the game of baseball. The Angels with a pair of runners in scoring position with two gone. The inning started. Terry Humphrey leading off, hit a ground ball to first base, and Meyer let it get through for an error. Then a sacrifice. Gritch retired, and then Bond safe on a throwing error. He has stolen second. Runners at second and third for Don Baylor with a 2-0 count. The Angels looking to break this game wide open a bit by adding a couple here, and Diego wanting to shut the door. Here's his pitch. Breaking ball, hit in the air, foul down the left field line. Over comes Braun, Stein going out with Reynolds. Braun diving for the ball, just barely staying on his feet in the bullpen, can't come up with it. There's the case we mentioned where you'll see foul flies down either corner. That'll be able to drop. There is so much foul territory here at the Kingdom, but a good effort by all three Mariners, Braun, Reynolds, and Stein. Baylor last season with the Oakland A's had 15 home runs, 68 RBIs. Hit 247. He's been in the big leagues since 1972 when he came up to the Baltimore Orioles. Played with the great Orioles teams in 73 and 74 in the American League Championship Series. Baylor with a chance to certainly help the Angels here. They lead it 4-0. Two runners in scoring position. The ball bounds to the plate on a hop. And Stinson has to do a good job blocking it. 3-1. Right-hander John Montague continuing to work in the Mariner bullpen. Home plate umpire Bill Haller comes out from behind home plate, trots all the way to the mound as Baylor wants him to take a look at the baseball. Diego Segui in halting English says, here it is. And Bill Haller trots back behind home plate, says, fine, Diego, thank you. Bill Haller, in terms of seniority, the number two umpire in the American League. And there are 28. Segui sets. They're two gone. The 3-1 pitch. The better swung on and missed. Good pitch by Diego. Diego has not struck out an angel since he retired. Gritch, Bonds, and Rudy all by the strikeout route in the first inning. 
Well, he could use one here. Two outs. At second, Bonds. At third, Humphrey. First base, the only sack unoccupied. Segui taking a long time looking in. Baylor waiting, and he's just too impatient. He steps out, and Stinson and Segui can't get together, so Bobby Stinson goes out to the mound to talk with Diego Segui. Well, where were these Seattle Mariners a year ago? Here they are tonight amongst all of this excitement here at the Kingdom with a crowd in the 55 to 59,000 range. Very, very close to 59,000 capacity. Where were they a year ago? That's a story that we'll let unfold for you here tonight. There's a pitch down low, ball four. So on the 3-2 pitch, Baylor draws his second consecutive walk that loads the bases. And here comes Westock, the Mariner pitching coach, out of the third base dugout. He'll take no more. He signals to the bullpen, and we'll get the first pitching change ever here at the beautiful Kingdom. So Baylor at first, Bonds at second, Humphrey at third with two gone. 25 Mariner players dressed tonight ready to play. A year ago, 14 of them were in the minor leagues. That is hard to believe. 10 of the current 25 active Mariner players were playing on other American League teams for the openers in 1976. And one player, catcher Skip Jutsey, who is not starting tonight, was in the National League one year ago tonight. Diego Segui, quite a story, 38 years old, sent out to the minor leagues last year Pitched at the AAA level, had a fine season, coming back at age 38 to the big league, starting tonight. An amazing story. He was the MVP with the Seattle Pilots of the American League in 69. And as he runs to the dugout, he tips his hat and gets a fine round of applause. It has to be, undoubtedly, Dave, a bit disappointed, Diego Segui tonight. A disappointed, but the fans love him here in Seattle. And Diego Segui gives away to John Montague with the bases loaded and two men away here in the fourth inning and the Angels leading it by a score of four to nothing. This afternoon in the National League opener as we mentioned there were three inches of snow on the ground in Cincinnati and they started that game a temperature was 39 to 40 degrees. Cincinnati beat the San Diego Padres by a score of five to three. The line score in that ball game Cincinnati five runs ten hits and no errors. San Diego three runs nine hits and two miscues. The winning pitcher was left-hander Woody Fryman. Uh, the celebrated trade made between Cincinnati and Montreal with Tony Perez, their outstanding, Cincinnati's outstanding first baseman going to Montreal for the veteran left-hander Woody Fryman. Fryman, however, got some help from Pedro Bourbon in the sixth and Raleigh Eastwick in the eighth. The loser, last year's Cy Young Award winner in the National League, Randy Jones. He was relieved by Dave Tomlin in the sixth, Berna in the sixth, and Raleigh Fingers came on in the eighth. Home runs in that game. Mike Ivey had his first home run of the year for San Diego, and Cesar Geronimo had number one for Cincinnati. Cincinnati beats the Padres in their opener, five to three. John Montague comes on to pitch for Seattle. Diego Segui works three and two-thirds innings. He allows four runs on five hits, walked three, struck out three. He, of course, is very responsible for Baylor at first, Bonds at second, and Humphrey at third. There are two gone. Angels lead it four to nothing. And the batter, Joe Rudy, here in the fourth inning. The wind-up by Montague. His first pitch as a Mariner is a slider for a strike at the knees in the outside corner. Big John gets the ball back and goes to the rosin bag. 
Joe Rudy has struck out and hit a two-run homer. He hit a home run with Baylor aboard in the third that there was not an instant of doubt about. As soon as it hit the bat, even here in the kingdom, without a home run ever being hit, you knew it was out of here. There's a breaking ball ripped to left center field. Braun going to his left, has it on one hop, get by him. Rupert Jones playing it neatly, scoring is Humphrey. Bonds goes around third, he scores. Here comes Baylor for the plate, the relay throw, and he's out. The tag by Stinson, two-run score, but Baylor trying to come on home from first base is thrown out on the play. And the great backup playing by the center fielder, Rupert Jones of the Mariners, able to halt Baylor at the plate. It's a double for Rudy. He gets two RBIs, give him four in the ballgame. So two runs come in for the Angels here in the fourth inning on one hit. They leave one runner on base, and there were two Seattle errors. So after three and a half innings here at the Kingdom, it's the Angels five, the Mariners nothing. I think it's an advantage to be with a bank that really cares. And of course, we thoroughly enjoy this type of treatment. Ralph and Bonnie Coffey of Yakima Pallet and Bin, Yakima, Washington, talk about their business and Seattle First National Bank. We've never failed to have full cooperation to improve our production methods by means of machinery, trucks, or whatever. See first is very knowledgeable, realizes that we have to have certain checks and balances so that we don't go overboard, but at the same time, see first is very understanding. I think it's very important to do business with a bank large enough to handle your financial needs but yet small enough to care about you as a person and as a small business. Our business is to see that you succeed in yours. Seattle First National Bank. The Angels in the fourth inning get two runs, and they lead in the ballgame six to nothing. The scoreboard has had it five to nothing, but of course it's six to nothing. The Angels get one in the first, one in the second, two in the third, and they get Two there on a double by Joe Rudy with a bang-bang play. Don Baylor getting thrown out at the plate for the final out in that fourth inning. So we certainly have had our share of action here in three and a half innings at the Kingdome tonight. The man who, to his credit, has the first base hit ever for a Mariner player steps in, Jose Baez, to lead off the fourth. It's a ground ball off Sinana to third, ranging to his left chalk. He straightens and throws Baez out. The play goes five to three. We salute our friends in eastern Washington, listening tonight in Pullman on KQQ as we pause for station identification. This is the Seattle Mariners Baseball Network. Take me out to the ball game. Radio Romance on 570 tonight at 1030 with the KVI Loveline. Reservations will be taken at 10 o'clock tonight as usual. Ken Wilson with Dave Niehaus at the Kingdome. Steve Braun takes the first pitch from Tanana for a strike. Braun up there with one out, nobody on. Here in the bottom of the fourth, Angels lead at six to nothing. Fastball outside, one and one. Braun will be followed by Lee Stanton. Braun, who hit 306 on the spring in the Cactus League, grounded into a 4-6-3 double play his first time up here in the American League as a Seattle Mariner. Left-handed hitter rips one up the middle, and there's a base hit. That's five base hits for the Mariners, one at least in every inning so far. Braun is a good hitter. Make no mistake about it. Here's a guy 
who has hit well every year in the big leagues. He came up in 1971 with the Minnesota Twins and ever since has hit well. His first season he had 254. He's never hit less than 280 since then and you can expect that Braun will do well here with the expansion Mariners. The cleanup hitter Lee Stanton. One for one on the season. He singled the left center field in the second but was thrown out. The center fielder Bakhti to the second baseman Remy trying to stretch it into two. Young left-hander Frank Tanana looks to first. The pitch for a strike. Good fastball on the inside corner and Lee Stanton has a look back at home plate umpire Bill Haller. First baseman for the Angels Tony Salida is playing behind the runner Braun. Braun able to get a good lead. The Angels aware that Braun doesn't have the best of speed. Here's the one strike pitch and it's another strike fastball on the inside corner. Tanana quickly in front of Lee Stanton 0 and 2. Tanana with four strikeouts has struck out at least one Mariner in every inning so far. Stanton a right handed hitter will try to protect the plate here breaking ball he chops it foul at the plate it remains two strikes. The Angels getting a run in the first inning Remy walked stole second and stole third and then Baylor doubled to right field. In the second inning with one gone, Bakhti singled to right center, went to third on a hit and run single by Chalk, and then Bakhti scored on a fielder's choice off the bat of Terry Humphrey. The next pitch is inside, a ball and two strikes. In the third with one out, Baylor walked. He came across on a long home run by Joe Rudy to left field. Stanton out of the box. He'll step back in a ball and two strikes, one out at first base Braun. Then the Angels got two more runs in the fourth inning thanks to a couple of Seattle errors, a walk, and a Joe Rudy double. Pitch swung on and missed. Strike three, Lee Stanton strikes out for the first time in the 77 season. That's five strikeouts for Frank Tanana, and again, at least one strikeout for Tanana in each inning so far tonight. Bill Stein had the first Mariner extra base hit ever in the second inning doubling to right center field. He drilled the ball on one hop off of the green wall. Tanana's curveball. It's a beauty. At the knees in the inside corner, strike one. Angels six, Mariners nothing. The Angels, though, have only out-hit Seattle six to five. Tanana back to work. Look out. Bill Stein almost undressed in that inside fastball. Well, you kind of wonder, what have previous expansion teams done in the big leagues in their first games ever. I think you'd be surprised at the success that some of the expansion teams have had. It may have been short-lived, but in their openers, they've won a few. There's a fly ball off of first base. Salita going over near the seats. He's there, and he makes the catch, falling backwards. Tony Salita catches the foul fly off the bat of Bill Stein. The Mariners are gone in the fourth inning. No runs, one hit. They leave one. There were no California errors. So we're through four innings here in the American League opener at the Kingdom. It's California six. The Mariners nothing. In a world that's always changing, there's something you should hear. Since 1896, there's been no change in only beer. It seems there's an old tavern tale about some beers having more water than others. Well, it just isn't true. The amount's the same, but where it comes from, that's different. Take Olympia. Oli's crisp, clean taste begins with water. Naturally pure artesian water, and it's been the water since 1896. And that 
world's not about to change. A great fear shouldn't change. A great fear wouldn't change. A great fear doesn't change. It only never will. A great fear shouldn't change. A great fear wouldn't change. A great fear doesn't change. It only never will. Olympia Brewing Company, Olympia, Washington. Angels lead it six to nothing. Looking back at past American League expansion teams, Dave Niehaus, the California Angels, the Washington Senators, the KC Royals, and the Seattle Pilots, their openers, what have they done? They won three out of four. A long way to go tonight. Here we go in the fifth, and let's bring back Dave Niehaus. All right, Ken, Tony Salida leads it off for the Angels, a strong left-handed batting Angel first baseman who just made a fine catch for the final out in the bottom half of the fourth inning. Takes a fastball from John Montague away. One ball and no strikes. The Angels have scored in every inning. The line to the 1-0 pitch on the way to Salida. A curve, a wave, and a miss. One ball and one strike. California scored one in the first, one in the second, two in the third, and two in the fourth. But a great relay throw, cutting down Don Baylor trying to score at the plate to end the fourth inning for the Angels. The next pitch to Salida, a high flare foul up near the ceiling, but way back and out of play down the left field line. And there is a coveted souvenir for some fans. Down the left field line, an opening night foul ball. One and two on Salida. Tony coming to the Angels from the Kansas City Royals last year on waivers, and when he arrived, just had an outstanding year with the Angels, hitting 270. He couldn't break that Kansas City Royals starting lineup with Big John Mayberry at first base. The one-two pitch, a fastball just high outside. Two balls and two strikes. And Salida with nine home runs last year and 33 runs driven across. He make, gets his pitch and makes contact. He can hit it as far as anybody in the game. The two-two pitch, check swing, taking it on the fists. A breaking pitch that time from John Montague. Montague at Oklahoma City last year in the American Association, an outstanding year, winning 14 and losing only six. Montague back to the plate with a payoff pitch to Salida, a change and a high chopper. Well, Baez almost gets caught in between hops, a high hop, and they just throw him out at first base. Funny to watch Jose Baez that time after he, when he went after the ball. First he sprinted, then he stopped, then he sprinted, then he stopped, and got that high kangaroo bounce off the carpet and really had to put some steam on the throw to first base and just did get Tony Salida. So a fine play by second baseman Jose Baez. Bruce Bakhti lined out to short, singled, and scored a run in the second. Bakhti wears twin twos on the back of those great traveling angel double nets. The wind by Montague and the pitch to Bakhti, a curve high, ball one. One ball and no strikes. One away in the fifth, six nothing. The Angels lead it. They have out hit the Mariners six to five. The Mariners have committed two miscues. Rupert Jones, shade into right center field. Not much. Almost straight away. The Mariner outfield. The one opens to Bakhti. A fastball taken for a strike. One ball and one strike. Don't forget tomorrow night. It'll be the Major League debut of 29-year-old right-hander Enrique Romo. The next pitch to Bakhti, a foul. This off the shin guards of the catcher, Bobby Stinson. So the count goes to two and two. 
And who does Romo face? Well, just about the fastest man that's ever thrown a baseball. Right-hander Nolan Ryan. Hope you're making your plans to be out tomorrow night, Thursday night. Montague winds the 2-2 pitch to Bakhti. A change curve high. Ball three. Three balls and two strikes. The home plate umpire Bill Haller. Bill Kunkel, a former pitcher in organized baseball, is down at first. Ron Luciano is at second. And Ken Kaiser, the rookie, this has to be an exciting night for him to be in the big leagues, is over at third. The payoff pitch to Bruce Bakhti. A fastball inside ball four. So Montague loses his first man on a base on balls. Diego Segui in his three and two-thirds innings walk, uh, worked, walked three. Gave up six runs. Four of them were charged as earned runs. Five hits, and he struck out three. All three strikeouts coming in the first inning when he struck out the side. But that was after Remy had walked, stole second, stole third, and scored on the double by Don Baylor with two away. Dave Chalk, a base hit up the middle in the second and flight out last time. The pitch is strike to Chalk. 0-1. Chalk checking down at third base for Dave Garcia who was coaching with the Cleveland Indians last year is coaching for Norm Sherry. The stretch in the 0-1 pitch to Chalk and a fly ball foul outside of first backing out of play down the right field line. 0-2. Coaching over at first base for the Angels a former Skipper of the Milwaukee Brewers, an outstanding star with the Boston and Milwaukee Braves, Del Crandall. 0 and 2, the count on Dave Chalk with Bakhti at first, one out, 6 nothing California. Montague checks Bakhti and the pitch to Chalk, a check swing and a ground ball toward the hole on the right side over to cover is Meyer, flips to Montague in time and Good hustle that time by the pitcher, John Montague. That's the reason the pitchers will work on that for a half an hour to 45 minutes when they first arrive at camp. You'll hear the coaches yelling, get over there, get over there. And that time, if Montague does not cover, Chalk would have been safe. On the play, down to second base goes Bruce Bakhti. Terry Humphrey on on the air as he hit a shot through Danny Meyer at first base in the fourth. And he was out in the second. The stretch by Montague and the pitch to Humphrey a strike. 1-1. One, one. No balls, one strike. Bakhti at second base. Humphrey wears number nine. If the Angels have weaknesses, it would appear that it would be in catching, but don't tell Humphrey that. The pitch line drive, base hit right center field. Bakhti around third. As up with the ball is Stanton, the throw will go to second base, and the Angels still have scored at least one run in every inning. It is seven to nothing, California. Humphrey drives across his second RBI. And here is Jerry Remy. Remy is sacrificed, grounded out, and walked, so Jerry officially at the plate is 0 for 1. Young man from the New England area, from Massachusetts, fouls it at the plate. Actually, the Boston area. Grew up in a suburb of Boston, has a thick New England accent. Delightful young man. He was given the owner's trophy last year, voted by his own teammates as the most valuable member of the Angels. And the 0-1 pitch to Remy, way inside. He jackknifes back and out of way. 
One ball and one strike. Seven runs, seven hits for the Angels. Humphrey at first base held on by Danny Meyer. Montague checking Humphrey. The pitch to Remy, a ground ball pulled to the first baseman. Meyer, Danny stays with it this time. Goes to the bag for out number three. However, in the fifth, the Angels get another run. One run on one hit. No Mariner errors. And one man left. And after four and a half innings, the halfway point. And this one on opening night at the Kingdome. It's the California Angels 7, the Seattle Mariners nothing. Okay. Quiet kind of guy. Doesn't have a lot to say off the field. Quite a team player trying to get that batting average back up in 1977. Angels, of course, trying to make a run at the pennant this year. They figure this is their year. The set, the 2-1 pitch. Check swing foul back to the screen. 2-2. Two and two. Dave last season hit 217 after a 273-1975 campaign. Not much of a power hitter. Had no home runs last season. Had three the year before, and in his first full campaign with California in 1974, had five round trippers. Fun night at the ballpark. The Mariners, though, down seven to nothing. As Montague looks over to first, where Bakhti has a good size lead. They're two gone. The look to first, the kick to the plate, pop up, foul territory. Off of first base, Dan Meyer there. He waves off Stinson, the catcher, and puts it away. In the seventh for California, no runs, no hits. There were no Seattle errors and one angel left on base. So the Mariners set to come up in the seventh inning to see what they can do with Frank Tanana. And the Angels lead in this ballgame seven to nothing. They often say this about banks, that banks are great. If you really don't need them, then you can have all you want. I had the experience of not having anything and needing it real badly. And the bank was here. This is what Jack Gregory of J.E. Gregory Incorporated, Spokane, Washington, has to say about his bank, Seattle First National Bank. It's when I really needed help, they were there. I, I've turned several of the banks down that have come to me and said, Gregory, you're doing great. Well, we are doing great. We have a great business. But I said, uh, where were you when I needed you? There was only one bank around then. Seattle first gave me a tremendous amount of knowledge and a tremendous amount of help. They'd have a hard time dragging me out of this bank today. Our business is to see that you succeed in yours. There are quality of people, and that is something you can't buy anyplace else. Seattle First National Bank. It'll be Bill Stein, Dan Meyer, Rupert Jones in the bottom of the seventh inning. The Mariners trying to bounce back and do something against Frank Tanana here, trailing seven to nothing. In case you missed it, the National League opened up in a chilly riverfront stadium in Cincinnati today, and the champion Reds beat the San Diego Padres 5-3. Bill Stein takes a pitch for a strike, breaking ball in the inside corner. Geronimo hitting a home run at riverfront today for the Reds. Ground ball chopped to third. Chalk backs up, waits for the big hop to throw across in time. Here's Dan Meyer, who is struck out and grounded to first. Randy Jones, the loser today for San Diego. The winner was Woody Fryman, a battle of left-handers at Riverfront, though a number of other pitchers saw action on a very cool afternoon. In fact, they had snow in Cincinnati today. They had to clear off for that National League opener to be taking place. Dan Meyer, left-handed hitter against the Southpaw Tanana. Fastball outside, ball one. 13 hits in the game, and the Mariners have been able to muster six. They haven't had a hit since a two-out 
fifth inning single by catcher Bob Stinson. Meyer rips and is way out in front and drives the ball a mile high but well foul. And it's the first foul ball ever into the third deck here at the Kingdome. A night of firsts. But don't forget, 161 games will follow this one, and we hope that you'll be out often here at the Kingdom. This is just beautiful tonight. Fun, fun place to be. Flashing the sign, Terry Humphrey. Tanana has one he likes. The fastball hit in the ground to second base. The ball there in a hurry. Remy's toss in plenty of time to retire Dan Meyer. Five Mariners have now been retired in a row by Frank Tanana. So many firsts tonight and so many people waiting so many years for this type of event. And a guy tonight who really had his memory jogged a bit and a bit choked up in the Angels dressing room before the game when I talked to him, Angels veteran coach Jimmy Reese. Rupert Jones takes down low, ball one, two outs, nobody on. Reese, who is 71 years old, a former star in the PCL, played in the big leagues with the Yankees, of course was a coach here with the old Seattle Angels. Jones cuts and fouls the ball back out of play behind home plate. It's a ball and a strike. Jimmy telling me that he remembers back in the 60s here in Seattle when he coached for the Coast League team under Joe Adcock and Bob Lemon and manager Chuck Tanner. Well, he is a great, great fella, Jimmy Reese, and he got quite a hand tonight when he was introduced and trotted out to that first baseline here before this ball game, before this big crowd. Sidearm pitch fouled off the chest protector of home plate umpire Bill Haller. One ball, two strikes, two outs, nobody on. Center fielder Rupert Jones trying to get something started here off of Frank Tanana. So much history to baseball in the fine Seattle area in the Pacific Northwest. Some great, great teams here over the years. Tanana works, curveball. Check swing and Jones had the ball foul tip off his bat in and out of the glove of Humphrey. Tanana and Humphrey were about ready to dispute the call by Bill Halley, but the veteran arbiter quickly jumped out and said foul tip, foul tip, because they were going to argue over a possible check swing. Mentioning Bob Lemon as the manager here in the 60s with the old Seattle Angels and Jimmy Reese was a coach here. That was really the last championship flag ever hung here in Seattle, 1966, when the Angels won the Western Division Championship in the PCL. Tanana misses. It's 3-2 and two to Rupert Jones. After winning that Western Division title, you may recall, the Angels went on to beat Tulsa four games to three to take the PCL crown 11 years ago. The pitch to Rupert, chopped foul at the plate, and back behind home plate. Check the count now at two balls, two strikes, two and two. Home plate umpire Haller takes that whisk broom out and scrapes off home plate, clears it. Boy, you remember some of the great, great days of baseball here. The Freddie Hutchinsons, the Roger Rogers Hornsby's. There's a fly ball down the left field line, curving foul, going over Rudy, giving it a good chase, but it falls harmlessly in the Mariners' bullpen. Some of the great stars, Jim Rivera, PCL MVP, you may recall, back in 1951. One of the great names that always comes up when you talk Seattle and Pacific Northwest baseball history. Cupy Dick Barrett, the great, great pitcher. 
A lot, a lot of history, and there'll be more to come. Fastball inside, and now it's three and two on Rupert Jones. I'm sure so many memories jog tonight. The cobwebs go loose, and you say baseball is here, and there's a past, and oh, what a future. Here's the payoff pitch. Jones drills it high to center field. Botti goes back a few steps, says, I got it, waits, waits, and he does have it. It's in the glove, and Rupert Jones is out on a fly to center. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left for Seattle in the seventh. We'll move to the eighth inning. It remains the Angels seven, the Mariners nothing. Ken Wilson with Dave Niehaus at the Kingdome tonight. We hope we'll see you out here often. After seven innings, the California Angels, seven runs, seven hits, one error. And the Mariners, no runs, six hits, two errors. All set with play in the eighth inning. Here again is Dave. All right, Ken, and right-hander John Montague has done an outstanding job since coming on. He gave up the two-run producing double to Joe Rudy, but since that time has given up only one base hit. That to the man stepping in right now, catcher Terry Humphrey of the Angels. Humphrey is one for three, was on on a fielder's choice, on on the error by Danny Meyer, and singles. Right-handed batter. The pitch by Montague. The fastball at the letters for a strike. Oh, and one. Humphrey, Jerry Remy, and then Bobby Gritch. The angel bat silenced in the sixth and the seventh. The next pitch on the way, and a ground ball off the fist toward the hole. Cut off by Stein. Bill flips to first base. A fine play. made a tough play look easy that time a little dribbler toward the hole and of course Reynolds here and all the infielders on the artificial turf will play five to six feet deeper than you would if you were on the skin portion of an infield and Stein cut over in front of him and made the play here's Jerry Remy left-handed batting angel second baseman the pitch to him a fastball high and away and Remy started the excitement in the ball game for the Angels in the first inning when he walked stole second and then stole third and the 1-0 pitch to Remy a fastball at the knees for a strike one and one right-hander Gary Wheelock had been up and throwing in the Mariner bullpen down the left field line just sitting down next pitch fastball for a strike call one ball and two strikes to Jerry Remy one away in the seventh and in the opener for the Mariners it has been all angels in the run department tonight the next pitch a high fastball Montague is throwing as well tonight as we have seen him throw all during spring training. Doing what he has to do. He is not overpoweringly fast. He'll move it in, move it out, put it a little on, take a little off. The 2-2 pitch to Remy got him swinging, strike three. Remy swung at a ball that time up around the bill of his cap. And for John Montague, that is his third strikeout since coming into the ballgame in the fourth inning in relief of Diego Segui. Bobby Gritch in his Angel debut has been collared by Mariner pitching. Gritch went 0 for 3 against Segui and he is 0 for 1 against Montague. The pitch to Gritch is slider for a strike. 0 and 1. It is 316 feet down each line here at the Kingdome. And the 0-1 pitch to Gritch, strike to call. 410 feet to dead center field down each line because of the nautical nature of the ball club and the area. The 0-2 pitch to Gritch a high fastball and Montague was throwing hard. One and two. They have them measured in fathoms. 316 feet figures out to be 53 fathoms down each line. 
One and two. The one-two pitch. Rich fouls it down the right field line, backing out of play into the lower deck. It will be interesting to see the final total in attendance here this evening, but Seattle will hold the record for the largest opening night crowd in the history of baseball. The one-two pitch to Gretsch and a ground ball foul behind home plate. The old record was held by the St. Louis Cardinals who opened their stadium, Bush Stadium in St. Louis, in 1970. They drew 47,568. In 1968, when the A's moved from Kansas City to Oakland, they had a big crowd. Time called as Gritch steps back out. They had 47,233. But the Mariners should top both those figures by around 11 or 12,000. The one-two pitch to Gritch, a curve that is too far inside. Two and two. Mariner management has dressed up the outfield fences with the logos of all teams, all 14 teams in the American League. The 2-2 pitch to Gritch, away ball three. For example, the Mariner logo and straightaway left, then the White Sox, the Angels, Kansas City, Minnesota, Texas, Oakland. Then over into right center, you get the smiling bird from Baltimore, the pair of red hose representing the Boston Red Sox, the Cleveland Indian is next. The 3-2 pitch to Gritch just low and outside ball four. So after getting ahead of Gritch, Montague loses him, and for John that is his third free ticket issue. After you see the Indian, when you come to the Kingdom, you'll see the Detroit Tiger. Tiger with an old English D blue cap on. The swinging Brewer from Milwaukee. Then the New York Yankee famous insignia and the newest along with the Mariners, the Toronto Blue Jays. Here's Bobby Bonds and the pitch to him low and away. One ball and no strikes. Opening night bunting around the mezzanine facade, also around right field, all the way over toward left center. One ball, no strikes on Bonds. The pitch to Bobby and a swing and a miss. 0-1. Gritch is at first base, two away, 7-0 Angels. The Mariners have six hits, the Angels seven. But the Angels have bunched there as well, scoring a run in the first and the second, two in the third and the fourth, one in the fifth. And the next pitch to Bonds and a line drive off the fist. It is slicing to the right fielder, Lee Stanton. Bonds had kind of a one-handed swing that time and hit a line rope that sliced to right fielder, Lee Stanton. The Angels for the third consecutive inning are kept away from the pay station. No runs, no hits, no errors, one left. And as we go to the bottom half of the eighth, it remains the California Angels seven and the Seattle Mariners nothing. Chevy Chevette, it'll drive you happy. Chevy Chevette, it'll drive you happy. All that space is gonna put a smile on your face. The Chevette scooter is happily priced, only $29.99. That's manufacturer's suggested retail price, including dealer preparation, taxes, license, destination charge, and available equipment additional. Chevy Chevette, it'll drive you happy. 
Chevette is rated at 43 miles per gallon highway, 31 miles per gallon city, with available 1.6 liter engine and manual transmission. EPA estimates actual mileage may vary. No American car has ever sported EPA mileage ratings like these before. Before we go to the bottom half of the eighth inning of play, let's pause along the line and say hello to our friends listening in Moses Lake, Washington on KSEM. This is the Seattle Mariners Baseball Network. This is KBI Seattle. It's one and a half minutes before 10 o'clock. We will now take our reservations for the Loveline program on KBI Seattle. If you're single, single, at least 20 years old and haven't been on before, call right now and we'll sign you up. Bobby Stinson leads it off for Seattle in the bottom half of the eighth against Frank Tanana and looks at a fastball for a strike. And Tanana right back to the plate with the 0-1 pitch. Another fastball that's high and tight this time. One ball and one strike. Enrique Romo. Winning around 30 games for Mexico City last year, makes his major league debut tomorrow night for the Seattle Mariners. The 1-1 pitch to Stinson, a change curve down low, ball two, two and one. And he will be opposed by the flame-throwing right-hander of the Angels, Nolan Ryan, the author of 30 career shutouts, four no-hitters. The 2-1 pitch to Stinson, off the fist, the pop fly behind home plate, it'll drift back and out of play as Terry Humphrey flips off the masks but runs out of room. Of course, the Angels in for a five-game series. And then after the Angels, beginning on Monday, Rod Carew, the five-time American League batting champion, leads the Minnesota Twins into the kingdom. That will be on Monday, and that will be a four-game series before the Mariners hit the road for their first road trip. And guess what? They will go right against the... California Angels again in Anaheim. The 2-2 pitch to Stinson by Tanana. A curveball and a high chopper up the third baseline foul. Well, the official attendance tonight, 57,762. 57,762. And for you people here at the Kingdom, you are to be congratulated. You are sitting in on history. You are a part of the largest opening night crowd in Major League history. Our congratulations to you. 57,762. Danana's 2-2 delivery to Bobby Stinson, a fastball, check swing, and it goes off the handle of the bat, foul to the right of home plate. Danana wants a new baseball with which to work, and the home plate umpire Bill Haller obliges. Friday night, it'll be Stan Thomas against Gary Ross of the Angels, if you want to make some future ticket plans. The 2-2 pitch now to Stinson. A fastball off the fist popped up again. Maybe a play this time. Humphrey flips the mask away to the warning track, puts it away. Stinson out number one in the Seattle eighth as he fouls out to Stinson, uh, fouls out to his counterpart, Humphrey. And here is Craig Reynolds. Reynolds in his first at-bat as a Mariner in the third inning, a shot up the middle for a base hit. And then he hit a high chopper up the first baseline that Tanana took care of himself and raced to the bag to put him away. So Reynolds is one for two. Left-hander against left-hander. Tanana's fastball, line drive, base hit right field. So Craig Reynolds in his Mariner debut is two for three. And the Mariners have their seventh base hit. That is the equivalent of the Angels' hit total. But the Angels have the seven runs. The big RBI man for the Angels in the ballgame, Joe Rudy with a two-run homer and a two-run scoring double. Davey Collins has struck out, lined into a double play back to Tanana, and was on on the error by third baseman Dave Chalk. Tanana stares over at Reynolds at first. The pitch to Collins, a fastball, a strike on the inside edge, and that's where... Tanana will keep that ball 
to set up that right-handed hitter right in on the black on the inside. 0-1. Again, the check of Reynolds. He's going nowhere. Seven runs down. The pitch has the knees this time for a strike out and over the heart of the plate. 0-2. Salida playing behind Reynolds at first base out on the carpet. The outfield playing Collins straight away. Tananis next pitch to Collins and off the fifth, the pop up to the shortstop. Bobby Gritch shielding his eyes from the lamps and makes the catch. So a looping fly ball to Bobby Gritch. Two away for Seattle in the eighth. And Jose Baez, the first Mariner to ever get a base hit. Steps in. He did it in the first inning, and there was nothing cheap about it. He hit a low line drive into right center field. Jose making his major league debut tonight, so he had a base hit in his first official major league at bat. Where's number 14 on the back of his Mariner white uniform? Tanana delivers in a ground ball base hit left field. This between Chalk and Gritch down to second base. Goes Craig Reynolds, and the Mariners have runners at first and second in the ball game. And that is the first time a Mariner has reached second base since Bill Stein doubled in the second inning. Here is Steve Braun and these fans have been waiting for something to cheer for and Braun can produce it right here. Two on, two out. Steve Braun at the plate at second base Reynolds at first base Baez. Danana that slow drop to the waistband the pitch to Braun low and outside ball one. One ball and no strikes. Lee Stanton would be next. Danana back to the plate with a 1-0 pitch to Braun a sidearm fastball a high strike call this time. Good heat on it that time from Frank. One ball one strike. Danana just kind of staring around at the crowd puts that left foot on the rubber before he stares down and gets a sign from Terry Humphrey. Reynolds, Baez, their lead from second and first. The 1-1 pitch to Braun, a curve low. Ball two, two balls and a strike. Braun, that squared stance. Good hitter. Last year, a 288 sticker with Minnesota. The 2-1 pitch to Braun, and a line drive just fouled down the right field line. This one fouled by about three feet. Might have scored two. Down the left field in the right field lines here at the Kingdom, down near the bullpen areas, the stadium juts out, so you're going to get some funny bounces, perhaps, if it hits fair territory first and has spin where it will take it into the corners. You might see some funny plays made. And also, we might point out that the speaker system here in fair territory is in play. But that would take a tremendous drive to hit the speakers. The 2-2 pitch to Braun, a sidearm curve, low and in the dirt. Nice stop by Humphrey. Three and two. Three balls, two strikes, two out, two on. Reynolds will be going from second. Baez from first. The stretch. Tanana's hesitation. The runners go. The pitch. Low ball four. So the Seattle Mariners, for the first time in their history, have loaded the bases here at the Kingdom. Two away. And if there is a man on this Seattle Mariner roster who can rocket it out of here, he's at the plate right now. Lee Stanton. Not to be too optimistic, Dave, but three Grand Slam home runs in his career as a California Angel for Mr. Stanton. Leroy Stanton hit two Grand Slam home runs within three days with the Angels, and the Angels had not had a Grand Slam home run in seven years. The pitch to stand, the fastball, a big swing and a miss. And that was Leroy's pitch right up around the eye. No balls, one strike on Lee. Tanana staring down, sacks full of Mariners. And the 0-1 pitch to Stanton, a fastball inside this time. One ball, one strike. Tanana takes off that hat, puts it back on, on the back slope of the mound, now comes back up to the top. A left-hander and a right-hander throwing for the Angels. The left-hander is Mickey Scott. The right-hander is Don Kirkwood again. 
the 1-1 pitch to Stanton. A fastball foul back up into the upper deck. So the count goes to 1-2. and two. Bill Stein would be next. The right-hander checkmate for the Angels throwing now is Johnny Verhoeven. So it's Verhoeven and Scott. Tanana, a couple of pinches out of the rosin bag, slams it down to the hill. Stanton, meanwhile, steps out to the side. Now back in. One and two. Tanana winds the one-two pitch to Lee Stanton. A fastball high. Ball two. Two balls and two strikes. Two out, three on. Reynolds at third. Baez is at second. Braun is at first. Tanana walks out on the carpet. Turns his back. Shows that number 40 to the people watching behind home plate. Leroy Stanton waving a wood back and forth. Here is the two-two pitch by Stanton. Now by Tanana, a curve, strike three call. So Tanana strikes out Lee Stanton looking a curve at Leroy full. And the excitement for the moment is gone. For Frank Tanana, that is his eighth strikeout of the evening. In the eighth, no run, two hits, no errors, three left. And after eight, the Angels seven, the Mariners nothing. Plan to see the Mariners in action at the Kingdom all season long. Seattle Mariner baseball tickets are as near as your telephone. That's right. The Mariners action line enables you to call and charge your tickets to your Master Charge, Bank AmeriCard, or Visa Bank cards. Now in the greater Seattle area, call 628-3300. Again, in the greater Seattle area, for Mariner tickets, call 628-3300. Now, in the state of Washington, outside of the greater Seattle area, call toll-free 1-800-552-7470. That's 1-800-552-7470. And outside the state of Washington, dial toll-free 1-800-426-7030. That number again, 1-800-426-7030. 426-7030. The Mariner ticket office will be happy to serve you. Thank you, Kenneth. As we go to the ninth inning here in the opener for the 1977 American League season, it'll be Don Baylor, Joe Rudy, and Tony Salida against right-hander John Montague, who has been magnificent in relief of the starter Diego Segui. Nice to hear from our friends in the Ellensburg, Yakima area, where the Mariners, we understand, are quite popular. The wind and the pitch on the way to Baylor and a ground ball, a two-hopper to the third baseman Stein. He stays with a tricky hop and throws a strike to Meyer, one away. Our good friends east of the Cascades uh, have 12 Reuter buses here tonight, and we understand they're going to bring them over each week, and we're just delighted to have you, and Rod Gooseman is a coordinator of that, and thank you so much for bringing that to our attention. We're looking forward to seeing you all year long. Here is Joe Rudy. Rudy has struck out a two-run homer, doubled, and struck out again. Montague to the plate to Rudy, a slider for a strike, going one. So Rudy's debut with the Angels has indeed been an auspicious one. The dividend starts to pay off in the opening game for Gene Autry. The 0-1 pitch to Rudy, a fastball fouled back up against the screen. 0-2. Verhoeven and Scott, just in case, keeping loose in the Angel bullpen down the right field line. For the Mariners, left-hander Bill Laxton starts to get up and throw. 0-2 on Rudy with that closed stance. Montague says, okay, the 0-2 delivery, high fastball. Say if your car needs an oil change or a new filter, see most any Chevron dealer. He has quality Chevron motor oils in the right grades to fit your needs and the Atlas oil filter to go with them. 
That's what Chevron can do for you today. The one-two pitch to Rudy, a ground ball toward the hole under the glove of Craig Reynolds. So Mr. Rudy is three for five. And for the California Angels, that is their eighth base hit in the ballgame. In the openers tomorrow in the American League, Kansas City will be at Tiger Stadium, Detroit. The White Sox and the Toronto Blue Jays in Toronto. I'm sure that'll be a sellout. Texas will be at Baltimore. Milwaukee taking on the New York Yankees at New York. And Cleveland will be at Boston. Here's Tony Salida. Fouls the first pitch back and out of play. 0-1. Then on Saturday... The Oakland A's and the Minnesota Twins started down at the Coliseum in Oakland. Give you the National League openers in a moment for tomorrow. Rudy at first, Salida at the plate, 0-1. And the pitch to Tony, high pop fly ball into fair territory at third. Bill Stein looking up into the cavernous ceiling and makes the catch. Two away in the Angel ninth, and here is Bruce Bakhti. In the National League, the Cardinals will be playing the Pirates in Pittsburgh. The Chicago Cubs will be hosting the New York Mets in an afternoon game at Wrigley Field. The Dodgers and the Giants at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. Then on Friday, there is one opener. Houston in the Dome will host Atlanta. And Saturday, the Phillies and the Montreal Expos get it started at the Veterans Stadium, Philadelphia. Here's Bruce Bakhti, and he takes a slider inside. Ball one. One and oh. Bakhti has walked twice, lined out and single. One for two. The check of the runner by Montague, and the slider again is in tight to Bruce Bakhti. Two and oh. Bakhti, an outstanding basketball star at Santa Clara University. Good enough, really, to be considered by the pros. The 2-0 pitch to Bruce, a strike. Two and one. But he's always loved the game of baseball and came to camp really a man without a job. He was signed by the Angels as a first baseman, converted to a left fielder, and became a doggone good one last year. The next pitch to Bruce, a change, nicely thrown. Strike is called. Two balls and two strikes. The real highlight of this game, after we get by the excitement, Dave, has to be John Montague. This is as well as he has ever thrown in a Mariner uniform, and if that pitching can come, you never know. The 2-2 pitch to Bakhti, a fastball just low and inside. Not by much. That's right, Kenny. He has been really impressive to me tonight coming in facing Joe Rudy and he immediately gave up a two-run double but since that time he has hardly given a smell matter of fact the base hit by Joe Rudy was only the third hit in the ball game given up by John Montague the payoff pitch to Bakhti there goes a runner and a pitch is fouled away Rudy going from first base with two away in the count three and two tomorrow night Enrique Romo and Nolan Ryan. 1969, the last year that the Seattle area had a big league club. Nolan Ryan was pitching for the New York Mets. Rudy will be going from first. There he goes. 3-2 pitch to Bakhti. Popped up foul out of play. Behind home play. So the count stays three balls and two strikes on Bruce Bakhti. In one of the most lopsided trades in baseball history, I guess you would have to say. The Angels picked up Nolan Ryan, Mariner right fielder Leroy Stanton, Don Rowe, for Jim Fregosi. There was another pitcher in that deal. The 3-2 pitch to Bakhti. Swung on line, drive, base hit, right field. Rudy will not stop at second. He'll make it on to third easily as Leroy Stanton gets the ball back in. So before they go home for the night, the Angels trying to pad their lead. Bakhti has his second base hit. And here's Dave Chalk. Chalk has singled up the middle in four trips. Nolan Ryan arrived on the Angels scene and all of a sudden, while working with Tom Morgan in 1970 found his control, or at least enough control, to be a very effective pitcher. And since that time, Ryan's feats in the American League are legend. Four no-hitters, 
30 shutouts. I'm going to have to check and see how many 10 strikeout or more games he has, but it's way up there. The stretch and the pitch a strike. Thank you, Kenneth. 21 games. Nolan Ryan has struck out 10 or more batters in his career. And the pitch, low, one and one. Two and one. Angels at first and third. The 2-1 pitch to Dave Chalk by Montague. Foul back up against the screen. Two balls, two strikes, two out, two on. Hit totals are identical at eight apiece. Would I ever give you a bum steer, David? <laughs> would you? I would. Okay. Banana I, with, uh, let's see, 21. I and Ryan so. with uh, 22, 10 strikeout games, but 84 over 10. 2-2 two -two pitch to the ground ball to the shortstop Reynolds. He'll go the short way, and they get the force on the sliding Bruce Bakke. I thought that was about 50 or 60 shy. In the ninth. No runs, two hits, no errors, two left. The Mariners coming up for their last chance against left-hander Frank Tanana in the bottom of the ninth with the score of the Angels seven and the Mariners nothing. What head of any company is educated so that he can be his own lawyer, his own CPA, his own uh, financial advisor? So you go to the people that can help you the most. Harry and Lillian Novak of Novak's Continuous Gutters Incorporated, Kent, Washington, talk about why they chose Seattle First National Bank. Seafirst has uh, a multitude of services, I think, other than just bank and money. Uh, you can talk with the managers. They can research it and get information for you in any lines that you want. One of the reasons that we're with Seattle First is personal attention. And we're small, but we're successful we enjoy our business and it's a good business our previous bank uh, just took our money and uh, passed our checks through they were not giving us the service that our company deserved at seattle first they can get all the information we need and they know business at first bank our business is to see that you succeed in yours seattle first national bank well, the bottom half of the ninth, the last chance for the Seattle Mariners, it'll be Bill Stein, Danny Meyer, and Rupert Jones against left-hander Frank Tanana, who is trying to torpedo the Mariners in their initial voyage by tearing a hole in the bow. Tanana, after his 13th shutout of his career, the pitch to Stein, a strike, a fastball, on one. Tanana has been just as good as he has had to be. He had the bases loaded in the eighth, struck out Lee Stanton with a call third strike. When everybody, of course, wanted something to happen. The next pitch to Stein on a drive to dead center field. Back on the ball is Bakke. It is over his head. Up against the wall, 410 feet away. Stein to second base with a leadoff double here in the ninth. So Bill Stein with a pair of doubles, and that is the 25th straight game against Major League competition that the Mariners have two or more extra base hits. Stein keeps that rather incredible string alive. Here is Danny Meyer. Meyer has struck out, grounded out twice. Center fielder Bruce Bakke, fairly deep for Meyer. Well, this one just a tee shot off the bat of Stein. And the pitch to Meyer, a curve, a line drive left field, but it'll hold up for Rudy to go back on the ball and make the catch for out number one. One away. Rupert Jones 0 for 3. The hits in the ball game for the Mariners, a pair of singles by Craig Reynolds, a single by Bobby Stinson, a pair of doubles by Bill Stein, a single by Lee Stanton, a single by Steve Braun, two singles by Jose Baez. Here's Rupert Jones, nine hits for the Mariners. The stretch and the pitch to Rupert, a sidearm fastball for a strike. On one. Crowd, I guess about half of them still here, maybe not quite that many, just waiting to explode with a first Mariner run. The stretch and the pitch to Jones, low and away. 
One ball and one strike. Tadana take a little bit more time. The youngsters next pitch a curveball to Jones down low and away. Ball one. One ball and no strikes. Tanana last year with the California Angels with 23 complete games in 34 starts. So going the distance is nothing new to this brash youngster from Detroit, Michigan. The 2-1 pitch on the way now to Rupert Jones with Stein at second. One away, fastball, fouled off the mask of home plate umpire Bill Haller back behind home plate. Two and two. Hope you're making your plans to be with us tomorrow night. Enrique Romo and Nolan Ryan, Friday night Stan Thomas and Gary Ross. Tanana trying to get back his concentration. Now goes to the stretch. The 2-2 pitch to Jones, a fastball, foul out of the glove of the catcher Terry Humphrey. Humphrey turned around to Bill Haller to be sure that Jones did get a piece of the ball and it just didn't pop out of his glove. So, yep, just got a piece of the handle. Two and two. The 2-2 two -two pitch by Frank Tanana to Rupert Jones. Sidearm fastball just outside. Not by much. Jones took it. Three and two. One out, one on. 23-year-old southpaw looks back at Stein. The 3-2 pitch sidearm curve got him swinging strike three. So Jones, three times in four at-bats, has struck out. And for Frank Tanana, he has nine strikeouts in the game. And it'll be up to Bobby Stinson to keep it alive. Stanton has struck out three times against Tanana to go along with Rupert Jones. Stinson has struck out once in his three trips. Switch hitting catcher, batting right-handed. The stretch and the pitch to Stinson. Down low, ball one. One ball and no strikes. The Mariners down to their final out. And it's just simply been a case of too much Frank Tanana tonight. The 1-0 pitch to Stinson, a fastball inside, ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Mariners shortstop Craig Reynolds hoping to get a chance, swinging a couple of bats on deck. His folks drove all the way up from Houston, Texas to be with their son and his first game here. Next pitch is hit off the head of the stick foul by Stinson. So the count, two balls and two strikes on Bobby Stinson. Two out, one on. Tadana again, ready? And the next pitch on the way to Bobby Stinson, a fastball away, ball three. Check the count, the scoreboard has three and one. I believe the count is three and two. Bill Haller has not given any, case, any indication as yet. The stretch by Tanana. Here's the 3-1 pitch to Stinson. High ball four. For Frank Tanana, that is only the second base on balls he has given up. One to Braun, now one to Stinson. 57,762 here tonight. A new major league record for an opening night game. Craig Reynolds trying to spoil the shutout of Frank Tanana. Twice has been successful against the southpaw. The other time, a high chopper gathered in by Tanana himself, and he went to the bag at first. Tanana stretches the pitch to Reynolds. Sidearm fastball, a strike on the outside corner. You know, the Seattle Mariners offer special bonuses to groups of 30 or more, including preferred seating, special rates, and scoreboard recognition. Well, for more information, you can contact the Mariners group sales office at 628-3555. The curve is strike to Reynolds. Of course, that's area code 206-206-628-3555. So the Mariners down to their final strike. They count two strikes on Craig Reynolds, two on Stein at second, Stinson at first, and Anna trying to snuff out the light. The 0-2 pitch on the way, sidearm fastball, line drive to center field, but it's slicing right to Bakhti, and he's got it. The ball game is over. So Reynolds, a fly ball to center, and Frank Tanana, brilliant tonight, shuts out the Mariners. In the ninth inning, no runs, one hit, no errors, two left. The line score in the ball game for the Angels to win it. The Angels, seven runs, nine hits, one error, and the Angels stranded... 10. The Seattle Mariners, no runs, nine hits, two errors. 
And the Mariners stranded nine. Nine stranded for Seattle, 10 left by the California Angels. But a brilliant nine-hit shutout by left-hander Frank Tanana. We'll have a quick summary of the game in one minute. Your Chevron dealer presents a short story. Once upon a time, there was a dinosaur, a brontosaurus, a pterodactyl, and some weird-looking sea creatures and plants. Well, before long, the whole bunch became part of a layer of organic material and sank deep beneath the earth. And then, with a little heat and no small amount of pressure, not to mention a couple of million years, they formed a pool of crude oil, which, with a little refinement, turned into six tanks of Chevron gasoline, three cross-country halls, a couple of thousand kilowatts of electricity, and a lot more. The problem is that now we're plumb out of dinosaurs, pterodactyls, and the like, and it doesn't look as if they're coming back. That means that all the oil that's left in the ground is all the oil that's left. So don't waste them. The next time you jump in your car, remember that some prehistoric creature gave his or her all for that tank of gasoline. So go easy, and America's energy will go a lot further. Well, here at the King Dome tonight, before 57,762, a history-making crowd, as far as openers were concerned, are concerned, the largest to ever see a night opener in Major League history. It was too much left-hander Frank Tanetta, the youngster from Detroit, who boastfully says he would, will win 25 games this year and will leave Seattle with two wins tucked under his belt, is certainly halfway there. He was brilliant tonight, striking out nine Seattle Mariners. The Angels, seven runs, nine hits, one error. They leave 10. The Seattle Mariners, no runs, nine hits, two errors, and they leave nine. The winner, of course, Frank Tanana, going all the way, picking up his first victory of the year. And the loser, Diego Segui, the starter, he is 0-1. Seattle Mariner baseball has been brought to you by Chevron. Remember, for all your motoring needs, you'll find the best along the Chevron way. By the Champions Spark Plug Company, who reminds you that the fresher your plugs, the better your mileage. By Olympia Beer. No matter what else may change in the world, a great beer doesn't. And Ole never will. By Chevrolet. Like baseball, hot dogs, and apple pie, Chevy is an American favorite.